For anyone that has been through it, we know that tax season is full of unexpected turbulence. The difference this year is that the IRS is extremely backlogged and they are already stating that this year will be a mess. With the due date of April 18th quickly approaching, I thought what better way to confront this mess head on than to give you some tips to survive the rough ride. Just know this is not going to make it completely unpainful because, I mean, you're dealing with the IRS. However, if you will apply these three tips to your tax filing this season, you will be done with this tax season, refund in hand, if you get one, of course, and less gray hair than if you didn't listen to this episode. So here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on the financial mirrors. We continue to work to improve the one thing you can control yourself. So if this is your first time joining in, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. This is a show that comes out once a week every Sunday podcast releases on Tuesday. If you are listening to this on the podcast, whatever platform you are listening to it on, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in spreading this information to all the other podcast listeners. In addition to bringing you content about your financial journey and how you can improve it. I also like to ensure that I keep you extremely up to date on what's going on. So this week, I thought, what better way to focus on a current event than to talk about tax season? That's a, everyone is currently going through it. Every single person has their own experience. Uh, Me personally, I've I've, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, knock on wood. I've got wood next to me, so we're going to knock, knock. But I've never really had a huge issue with taxes. Uh, My biggest part that I have the most trouble with is just getting all the forms from all the different entities that that I work with from, from a financial perspective. I think that's my biggest piece that I have the hardest time with. Uh, when it comes to filing, you know, the, the I've never really run into too many hiccups with the IRS. Uh, but for for many, and and the, the statistics out there show, a lot of people run into issues with IRS. And I mean, you are bound to at some point. I'm bound to at some point. Uh, but when you're thinking about this year, this tax season, and you have the IRS already saying it's going to be messy, this could be a little little bit more turbulence than normal. Um, so this week, I, I thought, I want to cover that. I want to cover tax season. I want to ensure that all the listeners that listen to my episode, that listen to my stream, that they get the information they need to, to sort of take a little bit of that turbulence out of the way. Uh, I want to ensure that you have, I've got three tips today that if you'll follow these three tips, I am guaranteeing you a smoother ride. Uh, if I was a pilot, I'd, I'd head, you know, to the, to the nice little pocket of clean air and, and take the rough ride out. But, you know, in this version of tax season, I, I want you to know that there's nothing you can absolutely, that's going to you know, make a perfect 
tax season for you. That's what I want to start off with and tell you. There's nothing out there. There's no software out there. I don't care what the software company says. I don't care what your what the tax um, professional said, tax advisor says. I don't. I don't care. There's nothing that's going to take every single thing every single heartache out of tax season. But if you'll follow these three steps, I'm, I'm telling you, it will make the ride a whole lot simpler. So it is March and we are getting close to being one month away from your income tax filings be to be complete. Uh, this year, they are set to be complete by April the 18th. That is the deadline for you to file and pay your taxes. Uh, that's what the IRS said. And they have already pre-warned on numerous occasions that this is going to be a messy tax season. And we can all expect it this year. And and to be all honest with you, we we kind of, I mean, had to see it coming. So this all sort of stemmed from an article I was reading. Uh, if I, I planned my, my episodes out uh, weeks in advance. So this is one an article I was reading, and and I, I knew that this was going to be a a piece that um, that is is necessary, and and I and I also knew planning this out. I was like, you know what? As we get closer to tax season, and as we start getting deeper into people getting all their information and now starting to file and all these things, I thought, what better way to sort of catch you at the beginning of March, giving you a little bit a little bit over a month to take these tips into consideration and improve your tax season. So the article was titled uh, Delayed Refunds, Poor Service. Why even the IRS says the 2022 tax season will be a mess. And it goes through and talks about uh, pretty much how they are, you know, extremely behind. Um, As of December, there were 6 million uh, unprocessed individual returns. And this is like unprocessed, like never have been touched, not amendments, not anything, just unprocessed. And we also know that of the poor service that it, that it talks about uh, for the simple fact that if you, if we look back at last year, the IRS was only able to answer the phone 10% of the calls that were made. There were 280 million calls received and they were able to answer 10%. So if you were in the other 90%, you did not get in touch with the IRS. Now, the one thing, the one, you know, I'm I'm a realist. Uh, The one thing that I can imagine a lot of people wanting to discuss last year uh, is maybe they had not received their stimulus checks. Maybe they had not received uh, things, you know, other kinds of uh, child tax credits or or, or whatever uh, that was on there. There was a, a tax credit, I believe, on the 2020 or uh, the 2020 taxes. I think there was a child credit on that one as well for COVID. Uh, so, Maybe they weren't receiving that. Maybe it was they were having trouble filing it. I don't know what the case was, but there were 280 million calls made and 10% were answered. So uh, that that really, really, you know, can can make someone that is is a little tax hesitant, uh, a little disturbed, right? And now and now someone that maybe has had a bad experience with taxes. And they see this article that says that it's going to be messy. They're like, oh, my goodness, it was messy in 2017 when I did my taxes. And now I've got it. Yeah, I got it. You're, it could probably get frustrating. I got it. I understand. I, I, I got you. And, and what I want to do that today and what I want to do on this episode is really just sort of give you some easy to follow guidelines that will help you. Um, but I wanted to first cover why is this? Why is 
all of this happening, right? And that's that's the question that I wanted to know, and I'm sure it's the question you wanted to know. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. And when you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So first and foremost, why is this? Well, uh, the past two years for the IRS, they have totally been underfunded by Congress uh, during all the COVID relief bills. There was never really a relief to the IRS. And if we even go back to when COVID first kicked off, a lot of the IRS offices were closing down. Uh, some of them were, were uh, losing personnel, uh, so forth and so on. But ultimately, the IRS was understaffed. I mean, that's the only way to say it. The IRS was understaffed. And if you can imagine anybody being understaffed, obviously things get, you know, they're going to fall through the cracks. Things are not going to get done. The people that were uh, at once there to do it are no longer, you know, occupying those offices. So, that that was a huge deal. There was no relief uh, for the IRS. Now, another big thing for the IRS is that their budget over the past decade has been cut by about 20%. Now, that's a huge amount. Can you imagine your operating expenses, your income being cut by 20% and expecting the same thing, the same results for what you're trying to live or the same lifestyle, I guess you could say. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And that is ha, plays a huge role in why they are where they are. And I, I, I don't know, you know any other way to say it, but over a decade. Now, this isn't last year. This isn't last month. This isn't the last five years. This is over the last decade. They've been cut by 20%. Well, if you look at the growth of our country, our country is continuing to grow yet they're being underfunded. So as more tax returns are being input, there's less people to manage them. Obviously, you can see how this could be a huge deal. Like, I mean, this is a, this is a, a you're destined for failure. This is a plan for failure. So, uh, you know, COVID closed the offices and it, that created a disaster. Uh, if you, going back to the, the phone calls, you know, there's one person answering every, for every, 13,000 phone calls, there was one person to answer it. You know, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And as of February, there were still about 2.3 million returns that are waiting to be processed. This is 2020 tax uh, income taxes, right? 2020 is what we're talking. Like stuff that you got back last year, there's still, as of February, there's 2.3 million that haven't even been looked at. That's a that's a big deal, and I, and I hope that that sort of brings you to why this year could be messy. This year could really be messy. Another thing I learned: this is the first time that I, I mean, it was 
preparing this episode and getting some notes together for this episode that I I've, I looked this up. I was so curious. I was like, you know, how much does an average IRS agent make? Like, how much do they make? On average, and you can look this up for yourself. Maybe you find a better a better resource than me. But on average, the average IRS employee earns twenty five thousand dollars a year to work in this headache of an environment. That's right. The person that you are calling that is is on the other end that you're probably fussing and cussing at, they make twenty five thousand dollars a year to answer and listen to your fussing and cussing every day. They go home with a headache, and I would not be imagined if they have them a nice adult beverage as soon as they arrive into their front door. I wouldn't blame them. I could not blame them one bit. So. That's 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 a big deal, right? So twenty five thousand dollars a year with a with a huge inflationary period that we're going through now, it's going to be hard to get people to to take on these jobs. Um, uh, you know, we're we're not really getting any new jobs added to the market, uh, so that that affects us, right? Like that affects us, and the IRS is moving employees from other departments currently to try to clear up this backing, and and that's 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 a way forward, but it's not going to fix it. That's not going to fix it. And that's going to go into how this is going to be so, so messy in the long run. So how is this going to affect you? Well, uh, technically, there's about three things that are this is going to affect you directly. Uh, first off, if your 2020 tax return still isn't complete, this is going to affect your ability to file your 2021 without some of that 2020 information. Uh, work with a tax professional if you fall into that group uh, because you kind of have your own circumstance. They're, they've put out guidance. Uh, I'm not a tax professional. I'm not a tax expert. I'm not going to sit here and give you tax advice. So please go work with a tax professional about your particular situation if you fall into that category. If your 2020 tax return is not complete, please go and talk to a tax professional and really try to dig into what the IRS is saying for those people and how to still file their 2021 taxes. Now, the biggest way that this is going to affect you is that your tax return is going to be extremely delayed. Now, this could be, you know, that you're you're waiting to get that 2020 tax completed, which is, you know, the previous example, this could be a delay in your payment, meaning that you file it. And then all of a sudden it just takes months and months and months for you to ever actually get that refund. If you are entitled to a refund of your money, um, or this could also delay getting your return back if it does need to be amended. So think about that. You put your taxes in and then all of a sudden it needs to be amended. What if it doesn't? It's what if it takes you till July just to get that back and say, "Oh, you need to get amended." It takes you another month to get all your documents together for the amendment to send that back, and now you're talking that you're almost to probably September, maybe October, making sure that it it got received and complete. Right? Like this is, I mean, this is a big delay. You're, we're talking millions of tax returns on top of the already million that's backlogged. You can see this is a, this is an absolute you know complete mess. I mean, this is six year old spaghetti bowl throwing it all over the kitchen. I mean, this is a tragedy. A I mean, a tragedy. Um, but you know, and and this if you if you could possibly not get amended, your payment still could be delayed, and that's just something to think about. Uh, but the other way that this could affect you 
is that if you do need to get in touch with them, it goes back to the phone calls, but there's very few agents that are working those phones and the phone call to agent ratio is very wide. So you got to understand there's going to be a huge call volume. Um, you, so therefore we really got to try to get you to eliminate or, or limit the amount of times you need to contact the IRS, because if you're waiting for them to do something for you, probably going to take you a while. So uh, we want to limit that. We don't really want to get all caught up in waiting for the IRS to to answer our phone calls because that, that could take some time. So think about that and understand that this is going to affect you. I, I don't care how perfect your taxes are put together. I don't care how great your tax professional is. This is going to affect you in some capacity. Okay. So what can you do about it? And this is the part I really wanted to to focus on uh, because this honestly is is the part that matters, what you can do. So one of the easiest things you can do is just be timely. So if you're listening to this episode, you're already just over a month out. Uh, so you're listening to this March the 6th and you are just over a month out from this whole entire tax uh, due date coming upon you. So if you're if you're listening to it, please be timely. It's the first thing that you can really, really do. And that means file early. So at this point, you should have everything. Uh, if you don't, please go. The IRS has great resources out there to sort of give you a uh, quick little snapshot of of what you need to actually file your taxes. Um, you've got tons of resources and, and there's a, a, um, simple, uh, maybe it was HR block. I saw maybe it wasn't HR. What I need to file taxes, HR block. I think I saw an HR block. Uh, here we go. Yeah. HR block. They've got a good, uh, form out there that goes through and shows you what all tax documents you need uh, from your personal information to your dependents information to your W-2s to your your 1099s to everything. Uh, and it gives you a good little rundown of the different type of things you should be doing. But please go pull that. Actually, I'll put this link in the show notes uh, down below. So to where this where this H&R block thing is. Uh, so that you can see some of some of these documents that you need. Once you get all these documents together, you are ready to file. So go ahead. I challenge you. Uh, beat the beat the crowd. You're listening to this with over a month left. Go and beat the crowd. There's gonna be a lot of people that are wanting to do this last minute. So file early. So number one is file early. That's your first tip, and don't put it off another day. Like literally, go now and and. Get these documents if you haven't already, and go file your taxes. Get the get it get it behind you. Uh, it doesn't get any easier just sitting there. Another thing that you can do. So tip number two is to file electronically. I cannot express this enough. This is probably one of the most crucial steps. If you are still doing a paper filing for your income taxes. Um, not only are you still in the stone age of income taxes, but you are really, really, really 
for first off, you're creating a much harder time on the uh, agents there at the IRS. So if you do file it with a paper, uh, they are going to 12th grade English teacher red pen the mess out of your IRS, uh, out of your income tax filing, um, because you're you're making it really tough on them. I, for for someone that is that is is gonna have to sit there and read all your paperwork because it's it's completely done uh, via via pen and paper uh, it is gonna make it tough for them. So so file electronically. There are tons of resources out there uh, you can use. You know H and R Block has one. TurboTax has one, and there are tons of other credible online vendors that you can use to file your taxes electronically. Uh, first off, that's easier. It's easier to file them electronically because you can simply start, stop. If you mess up, you don't have to go reprint a sheet of paper to try to refill out the rest of it and then mess up again. Like You don't have to worry about all that. You can simply type in everything, save it, come back to it. The dog can't eat your homework. Like everything is going to stay right where you left it. You can pick it up, put it down. If you're at work, you can be working on it. If you're at, uh, in your free time at work, if you're at home, you can work on it. You can just log into whatever system you're filing on and you can continue that filing process. Uh, it's really hard to sometimes, you know, put the extra, I don't know, four or five hours, two or three hours. I don't know how big your, your, your filing is, but, um, sometimes it can be really, really tough to, to sit down for that long period of time and devote that much time to filing the taxes. So, uh, using an online source, it does allow you to save it, pick it up no matter where you're at and continue to file. Uh, the other thing you can do from a filing standpoint of how to file is if you are going to go through a tax professional, a tax expert, uh, tax advisor, please do that early and go ahead and get on their books because they are probably going to get swamped soon. Uh, you don't want to be the last person. You don't want to call them on April the 15th trying to get your taxes out by April 18th. First off, the quality of work they're going to do is going to be very low. Um, not because they want that. That's, that's just their, their, that's not their quality, but because you wait until three days before the due date. Uh, they're going to have to, you know, if you really want it done by then, you're going to either have to take some very low quality work or, or you're just going to, have to be late on it. Uh, nobody wants to be late on the, on their taxes. It just makes it harder on you. Uh, it's not it's not easier for sure. So so just just get on it. If you haven't talked to a tax advisor yet, please reach out. There's tons of them that are out there. Uh, H&R Block. Not only are they an online service, but they have all, uh, brick and mortar offices uh, that have people in them. So go and try your best to find someone that can help you with that. The third thing, that final tip is choose direct deposit. Please, please, please choose direct deposit. This is the quickest way to get your refund if you are owed money for overpaying. And I have to say that and I plug this in all the time. If you've ever had a conversation with me about taxes, um, I've got to plug this in. This is totally off subject, but it's not really off subject. But I want you to know that a, a tax refund is a 0% interest loan to the government. I want you to realize that. A tax refund is saying, I paid the government too much throughout the year, 
and they're just giving me my, my money back. Like that's your money. Like it was your money before that tax refund. The, the, so the whole goal is to try to break even on taxes. That means that throughout the year, you had a majority of your money. Um, you had a majority of your money in your pocket going toward investments, going into your retirement accounts, going into all these other things. I've got to give this plug because it's, it's one of the most, uh, misunderstood things about taxes is that refunds are these like great things. Yeah. A refund is great. A refund is good. Uh, but that's if it, you got that refund because it was a bunch of tax credits and tax deductions that you did not know about that were presented that now you're getting and it's decreased how much. Otherwise, you should really work on those withholdings to make sure that you're withholding just enough to cover your tax bill, not giving the government a whole bunch of extra money to, to keep for themselves because we all know the government doesn't manage money that well. So um, just my little plug. Uh, if you, if you're still, if you didn't, you know, turn the, the episode off, you know, I appreciate it, but that's my little plug because I, I have to say that because every time get it, I, I would love to leave a comment below if you, if you have your own thoughts and opinions, but, uh, I, I'd love to read them. I'd love to read your thoughts and opinions about, about tax refunds because, uh, you know, that was just, I gave you my two cents and now I'd love to hear yours. So, uh, back to it. Where was I? Uh, direct deposits is your fastest way to get your refund if you're owed money for overpaying. So, uh, the normal turnaround time for your, uh, direct deposit is a few weeks. Uh, I did find an article that was from NBC that said, here's when the IRS said you should be getting yours. Uh, the date on it was about 21 days. So the IRS states that most refunds are issued within 21 calendar days. Uh, so that's not business days. That's literal calendar days. So 21 days uh, to get your refund. And that's that's kind of important to know. Uh, direct deposit can obviously make that a little quicker uh, or get you to that 21 because if you do choose to do a paper check option, uh, there is a chance that that could take you a few more weeks to wait for that paper che check to process and mail. Uh, more importantly, as you know or don't know, uh, people stealing, uh, you know, postal service workers uh, being known to to take refund checks is is common, and that's not saying that you will never get that money back. Let me be upfront. It's not saying, oh, they stole my refund check. I'll never get that money. No, uh, you'll probably still be able to get your refund. They'll probably be able to cancel it and refund, you know, and they'll still be able to issue your refund check. However, that's just more time. You're just wasting time by doing that. So just do the direct deposit. It's much easier, much quicker, and it'll help you get that refund faster. So file early, file electronically, and choose direct deposit. Those are my three, my three tips. If you will do those things, it will make your tax season so much easier. I'm telling you, just listen to me on these three things. File early, file electronically, and choose direct deposit. So do those things and, and you will you will be much happier. I did find this article before I started recording and I wanted you to be able uh, to see it. But it does say this was this was posted um, and it shows that the IRS is actually planning to hire 10,000 employees across the country to cut into the backlog of of the millions of tax returns that are out there. So this is a big deal, right? Like this is a big deal. So they're going to be, they're going to be hiring people to try to help, uh, 
so, sort of go through a lot of these tax returns that are backed up and it, it, it could help. It absolutely could help. So the IRS entered the tax season this year with 24 million unprocessed paper returns. Um, and those are dating back. And that's a bigger, that's a bigger number than I found on a, on a previous article. So that's nuts. Like that is nuts. Um, and a lot of this article also talked about how they don't expect any of this backlog to be complete until the end of 2022. And let's be honest, they're probably being generous by saying that. And uh, that that's that's possibly true or not true. So I don't know, uh, but we'll see. But the biggest thing is make sure that you do get your taxes filed now. Don't wait. Um, if you if you need a tax professional, if you need a tax advisor, uh, please reach out in your local community. There's tons of them out there. Um, I always like to tell you to, to choose someone that's local to your area because they, they know your they know your your the market you're in. They probably know the business you work for. Uh, they can they definitely know you the state laws for where you're at. And that, that, that's sort of all the stuff that, that plays into it. Sometimes, a, a, you know, you do pay more to go to a person to do your taxes for you. Uh, however, they are more in tune with everything that's out there. And they can also personalize the situation better than any kind of software can, right? They can get an actual personal touch to it. So uh, I hope that this has given you some some great information about this, uh, giving you a little bit of an update on sort of how messy this can be. And, and I'm sure you'll hear about it from coworkers, friends and family. Uh, but just don't fall into that boat. And this is, is a is something that you can be in control of. So take control of it. Uh, speaking of control, if you are ready to take control of your finances and you're want to make sure you're on the right path towards your financial goals, a financial coach could be what you need. So go over to thefinancialmirror.org, hit the book now and schedule your free consultation today. Uh, finally, if you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, go over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, or just hit the link in the description below and go pick you up some really cool financial mirror gear. Uh, there's all kinds of gear on there. And it, all of the money goes towards this stream and helping continue to build it up. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share with everyone that you work with, everyone that you are friends with, and all of your family members. Uh, if you are listening to us on the podcast, thank you. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating. And the written comments, the written comments, those go a very, very long way in helping grow the community. So till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.